Hello there, my name is Justin. I want to welcome you to the Sound University podcast with our very own creative freedom fighter, Vertical Jones. Hi guys, you're now tuned into the Sound University podcast. This is episode five, The Great Pretenders. With yours truly, Vertical Jones. The Great Pretenders. I've been holding this for about four days. Um, before we get started, I want to thank everybody for the support. Everybody for tuning in, subscribing, for the five-star ratings, for the reviews. Thank you. Um, I want to shout out my man, Myrick, for the love and for the uh, constructive criticism and for the support. Also, one of my close friends, Doc Stigler, I'm currently working on a project with Which is classic by the way um, He actually was in the studio with me When I was uh, reviewing and editing uh, episode 4 And because of our conversation And because of our um, The feedback that I got I decided to keep it Because I was going to scrap it And just do it all over I felt it was a little raw But uh, hey I kept it So episode 5 The Great Pretenders I truly believe there is a a class of people set aside and designated to create, placed in society to collaborate with nature to design everything around us. These are your poets, songwriters, singers, MCs, sculptors, uh, architects. Designers, dancers, <laughs> a special class of people to say the least. You go back centuries back and you can imagine a young Mozart walking down the streets of Vienna, knowing somehow of the greatness of his work, head high to the clouds, happy and confident knowing that. He's special. Beyond knowing within himself that he's special, the people around him, the community at that time, in that century, respected art like no other time. They respected the mind, they respected thought and philosophers and writers. So when they walked the streets, they got the respect they deserved. Today, you can imagine Saul Williams walking down the streets of New York City and a crowd rushing him like he's Justin Bieber. It's an imagination, but that's the way it should be. A Royce to 5'9", walking the streets somewhere in the United States and being rushed like he's the Beatles. That's the way it should be. A lyricist, a super lyricist, an MC of that caliber should be respected as, as such. The Great Pretenders Before we dive into what that is I want you to understand As a part of this esteemed creative class How important you are 
Think about how bland and how empty life will be without music, without art, without color. You provide that. The Great Pretenders. I don't know how old you are, maybe I'm showing my age, but there's a movie that came in, in the early 80s called Beach Street. And there was this graffiti writer by the name of Ramo. He would find these trains and in the middle of the night he would write these tags and these burners and these great, beautiful, colorful murals on these trains. And in the morning, that train would go all throughout the five boroughs and you see his work. Oftentimes in the middle of the night after he finishes these long nights of these beautiful murals, you hear somebody coming down the train tracks. Spit. This dude will come and write spit over this beautiful mural that took four, five, five, six hours to do. And in the in the morning, when he steps outside the bodega, at that certain time, when that train's supposed to go by, he looks up and he sees this beautiful mural, and then he says spit written over top of it. The great pretenders. We are the esteemed creative class. We are the people that are gifted for art. There's another class. There's a class of hobbyists. This is a a fun class that leverages the power of technology and social media and people's uh, limited attention span to create a sort of uh, platform for themselves. And tricks people into thinking that they're more than what they are. Oftentimes, we fall into this category. We hear news of a a new rapper recording his first song and it blows up. Boom! All over the charts. Videos everywhere. He's popping. We're envious because we don't know who we are. I suggest let them have their fun. They're here too. And the great pretenders and the hobbyists, they're here to remind us sometimes to loosen up, to have fun. (laughs) You don't know who you are, so you become envious and jealous. Somebody that (laughs) their success may all be a show. We're envious. Oh, they have 100,000 followers. Man, I only got 1,000. Damn, man. But I'm nice. I got got bars, yo. You heard my singing? You hear my music? You see this this painting I just did? Why they got so many? Why they got so many views? Why everybody is digging them so much? Why they got 1,000 likes on all their pictures? The great pretenders. You don't understand how things work. Episode 2 talked about the Watchman Syndrome. And how we're so fascinated with other people and other people's careers that we're not paying attention to what we're doing. How important we are. Hmm. Pablo Picasso said, good artists copy, great artists still. The great pretenders. There's a monumental difference between copying 
somebody that's popping. Like you hear Drake's song, right? You know, he's doing he's doing this little reggae thing right now, right? Got the little reggae beat and he got the nice little melody. And then the next day you hear somebody else with the same kind of beat, the same kind of flow. But it won't be Drake, it'd be somebody different. It's copying. A great artist. Think of somebody like Pharrell, which in today's society we deem as one of the uh, one of our most powerful and important innovators, right? But he's still so good. A great artist stills. Let's dissect him. Listen to his voice. Listen to the way he sings, right? You hear Curtis Mayfield. You hear James Brown. You hear Uncle Charlie. You know what I'm saying? And some of the R&B songs, the way that he writes, you hear a little bit of Babyface. Is he copying? No, it's not really copying. He's taking the elements that resonated when he grew up and the things that hit him in his heart when he first heard it. And he blended it, he blended it together into some kind of creative gumbo. <laughs> and now it's like trying to unscramble eggs. It just works. I listened to this amazing interview from Bruno Mars. And the more that you listen to him, you understand that Bruno Mars is a collection of everything that resonated with him as he grew up, as he became uh, recognized as a serious artist. You hear, you see flashes of Elvis and you see flashes of uh, James Brown and Prince and uh, Charlie Wilson and Michael Jackson. You see all these things, but it's not copying. It's more like stealing. It's more like what Picasso was talking about. They say originality is undetected plagiarism. Undetected. The great pretenders. I truly believe that the path to achieving the highest level of art to reach that level you got to create in your truth. The Watchman Syndrome is something that I dealt with personally and in a way it crippled me. But one thing that was a motivator for me in a weird way was disappointment, was sadness, was depression. I was able to use those things to make amazing music and I used that to push me to my truth. In my opinion, now this is just my personal philosophy, I don't think truth can be taught. I think truth is discovered. I think truth reveals himself to the man when the man is ready to receive truth. <laughs> Something crazy in the 90s, right? We had this phrase called keep it real. The problem with keep it real was we thought that who we was as a person had to correspond to who we was as an artist. In a way, for some, it takes the fun out of being a creative, out of the imagination of it all. I believe there's three different ways we can approach creativity. One is to be fictitious. Look at people like MF Doom or Dat Punk, right? 
they're not really robots. MF Doom is not really a, a comic book character. He's not really a villain, but it's fun. You're able to create under these masks, under these images. You know, it's amazing. The second one is to be mysterious. The first person that comes to my mind when I think of somebody that's mysterious is uh, somebody like Jaden Smith, right? You really don't know what he's going to do next or what he's going to say. Because he's so mysterious and you don't really know what he's going to do next. He may say something like, the sky is red. The clouds are green. The ground is purple. But I'm colorblind. And, anybody, and everybody would be like, yo, that's so profound. He may just be joking. You don't know where it's coming from. But because he's mysterious, it makes you interested. The third way is uh, to be transparent. The first person that comes to my mind when I think of a transparent creative is DMX. What you see is what you get. If you knew him from Yonkers and you knew him when he became successful, he was the same person. You know? Three different ways, fictitious, mysterious, transparent. And the weird thing about all three of these different ways to approach creativities in your image is you can approach each one in your truth. There's a saying that says each person wears three faces. The first face is a face that they show society. The second face is a face that they show their family, their loved ones, the people that's close to them. The last face is the face that they show no one, which is usually the one that's most accurate, the one that's closer to who they really are. Real quick, there's something in marketing and in business that, that's called social proof. Or something that I've researched that maybe I call social proof. Um, where it's like, if I go to your Instagram page or your Twitter or your YouTube, the amount of views that you have and the consistency of it proves how credible your brand is. So a lot of times what artists do is we say, man, ain't nobody liking my Instagram. I'm going to buy me some followers. You know what I'm saying? I've even done it over, over the years. So you buy these followers and you pretend that you have 25,000 people that love what you do. And all your likes, you juice them. So now all of your likes, you got 5,000 likes on every picture. So now it makes it seem that you have this certain level of engagement. The problem is, that's the face that you're showing society. Maybe even the face that you're showing your family. Like, hey, 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 um, John, how the music going? Yeah, it's going good. It's going real good. You know what? Like, I didn't even think this success was going to happen so, so quick. I'm popping. Look at my Instagram. I just posted this picture, right? When the person leaves, <laughs> the, the third face recognizes what truth is. That you don't have no followers. That nobody is really exposed to your music. I think it's something that Ralph Waldo Emerson said that as soon as as soon as a, a person, another person walks into a room with you, that's when hypocrisy begins. 
That's when you start faking it. I always stress the, the point, the purpose of the Sound University and what I'm trying to do and the podcast and the community is to have a real career in music. <laughs> so this, this thing that we do, this fronting that we do, this pretending that we do, we're pretending to be popping. We're pretending to... Uh, have a career we're pretending to be in the studio we're pretending to be in these parties taking pictures with celebrities and when all you did was say hey can we take a picture can you take this picture yo 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 can you t- yo jay can you take this picture with me real quick when we take a picture you're like oh yeah i know jay from way back i used to always be at the label yeah he told me he wanted me to come to the after party but i said i had to go to work in the morning so you know whatever i, I ain't chill but that's my dude yeah i'm actually supposed to go up to the studio today and, and people like, word, you know, the picture's worth a thousand words, so you fronting, but that's the face that you show in society. That's not, that's not how it really went down. You asked him to take a picture, you took a picture. It's crazy. This is this thing that I found um, called the 82 Commandments, right? And one of the commandments is to not take a picture with celebrities. Going forward, I'm really going to try to hold on to that because it's like, what are you trying to prove? What are we trying to prove by this picture that I have with this celebrity? I've done it. I had a picture with Lauren London, and I had a picture with Shaquille O'Neal, and I always would show people this picture. Like it means that I'm validated because I took a picture with this person. When really, you is all you need. Man, it took me so long to get to this point. Now, what I know is only what I've learned, and what I've learned is not all there is to know. What I am an expert at is creative freedom. What I do know how to do is to walk into a studio with nothing and walk out with a collection of sounds so beautiful it literally moves you to tears. To create from scratch. That's what I know how to do. The other things, the other problems that we have when it comes to how to monetize our creativity I will find the help and the, and the questions will get answered because there's certain questions that I have too. I don't know it all. What I do know, I will share it. And what I do know will help you. <laughs> there's tools, there's websites, there's hacks, there's things that you didn't know. There's perspective. The first 10 episodes, we're going we're gonna to tackle perspective. We're going to tackle the way that we look at music, the way that we look at having a career. Mm. The great pretenders. You are enough. You are amazing. (laughs) I think it was Osho that said, um, what is the cost of freedom? The cost of freedom is you taking responsibility in totality. To take total responsibility for your career. And everything that happens from here on is up to you. Let's not blame the label, the managers, the situation, the team, the girlfriend. 
It's on you. I want to thank y'all for listening. And lastly, when you're on social media, think about it. Like, what would Mozart's Instagram look like? What would James Brown's Snapchat look like? (laughs) You know, don't fake it. You have something special. You know what I'm saying? You, you have James Brown in the studio with his drummers and with his horn players and you'll see him getting dressed or you may see his outfit with the hot pants and you may even see the, you know, his hair and all of this stuff. These, all these things that make up this great artist. Don't leave people out. Don't pretend. You're great. The average person can't do what you do. And people love seeing the process. They love seeing creativity. They love being let behind the curtain. Don't short them. What we all want is to be connected to something. What we all want is to have an experience. Because we all love music. This is episode five. The Great Pretenders. I'll see y'all next time. Yeah. The Sound University Podcast is a learning community dedicated to the growth and evolution of today's independent recording artists. We endeavor to gather the most effective tips, tools, and hacks to make life easier for today's recording artists.